The closer and closer we get to this election, the less able I am to differentiate between the leading parties. I mean, it's quite easy. There's Judith and there's Jacinda. But really, when you start you know, putting some blinkers on and just listening to them, they all seem to be morphing into one indistinct blob. It all started for me when the issue of opening the border seemed to disappear from national mouths. Strangely enough, this happened at the same time as Dodd, Todd Muller disappeared from public life. All of a sudden, people didn't start talking about it anymore. And it continued when Judith Collins started agreeing, when she first came in, that the government had done a good job to this point. It was her early days, and she was acknowledging that the steps taken to date were effective, and she hinted that maybe something different might happen in the future. Uh, But doing that validated the elimination argument. Uh, It watered down the flames that have been fanned by Todd Muller that our border control was a shambles. How can it be so when Judith was also saying they've done a good job to this point? Then the next thing that she did was she threw out the financial targets that had been suggested by Paul Goldsmith in a big think piece around paying off debt. Goldsmith said the party would try to reduce net core crown debt to 30% of GDP in roughly 10 years, which would require $80 billion less borrowing on current GDP projections. Well, Judith Collins didn't like putting numbers and targets on things. guess she learnt from somebody saying, 100,000 houses! <laughs> so she said, no, uh, we won't do that. Uh, this could come back to bite me on the bum if we don't achieve it. But it also diminished what Paul Goldsmith was thinking on his role. And he was thinking of spending cuts, most notably in government contributions to NZ Super. So that seems to have disappeared uh, from discussion. Next thing, we're hearing that the government would not extend the wage subsidy scheme as it's all borrowed money. And after six months, as enough is enough. Goodness me, where did they get that idea from? And if that wasn't a strange enough about face, it was followed by both Collins and ex-David Seymour saying, we want an extension to this corporate welfare. (laughs) Now, I understand why they said it. It was good for business, but it did seem like the parties had temporarily swapped heads. And meanwhile, of course, the government has no plan for short-term recovery, is the line that is still trotted out by National. But I don't know what they are going to do for short-term recovery. All their economic plans are around the long term. They're all post-COVID plans once we've got through. The new job subsidy, the writing off of GST on capital expenditure, the billions to be spent on big infrastructure, which is still 10 years down the track. They're all good enough policies, and they're good for businesses that have got through and are starting to grow. It's almost as though all our politicians at the moment are a bit exhausted and confused and not quite sure what's going to happen next in our COVID adventure. Therefore, they're a bit loath to put their ideas on the line. And they're just saying, we're the best people to do it. The debate seems to be stuck in the, me- in the immediate issue of border control and not much more. There's no talk of taxes or government cuts or a moratorium on pensions or benefits. There's no talk on how to kill the debt monster. There's no talk on poverty or intergenerational unemployment. There's no talk about what's going to happen to health and education services in straightened times. It's they're campaigning on a simple unqualified statement that each is the best to manage this because, well, just because. There is no talk about what's next. Maybe no one really knows what is next. We're a nation taking it one day at a time, making it up as we go, and praying just for level one.